Let's do it. Let's do it. Everything right. looks good. <laughs> yeah, everything looks great. Look, love you. Love the studio, man. Love it. Thanks, bro. It's a little something. It's a little something. Oh man, that's freaking dope. And that's your your own home, or that's your personal studio on the side? No, it's my home actually, man. Um, really? So like a, I made it like a little room in the garage, a little hot, but it, it works. <laughs> God damn, bro! Lucky you yeah. for for doing that, man. That's actually pretty yeah. dope, man. Yeah, man. Gotta think. Gotta thank my parents, you know, hey, letting me do that shit. Shout out to your mom and pop, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look at that, bro. Well, man, I mean, first things first, man. How are you? How are you doing? Good, good, brother. Uh, good. I'm doing good. A little sleepy, a little tired. I had uh, work today, nine oh. to five, but, you know, pays the bills. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. I'm still with my nine to five job as well, man. That still pays my bills, but cool thing about it, it gives me the liberty to, to do all these cool stuff like I'm doing right now, man. Exactly, man. It, it doesn't only pay the bills, but pays all the, the music stuff, you know, the extra yeah. extra things on the side, so... Can't complain, man. That's good. That's good, man. Now, is that is that actually something that you're actually planning to do later in the future as your time goes by and your things seems to get a little bit better? You you actually gonna be putting one hundred percent of 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 your energy and time on music and making money out of it? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Um, uh, that's 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 the big that's the big goal at the end, you know. Um, I started doing this music thing, well, first DJing, uh, you know, as a hobby something cool that I like. Right. I've always liked like, you know, the music scene, raving, all that. But uh mm. I don't know, man. I, I really I really think, you know, this this could work out. I really like it. And um we'll see, man. Hopefully, hopefully it's not too long for this nine to five and right. Music starts paying the bills, you know, that'll be that'll be awesome. That'll be dope. Little by little, we get there. We get our chances, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One of the things that one of my former business managers um, and mentor always taught me is that um, don't rush things out to the end, you know? Enjoy the, mm -hmm. the journey, you know? Process. Because once you're the there, process, yeah. you're there. Like, that's it. Right. You made it. And you wouldn't even realize. Once you're there, you... And you realize where you are. You're like, holy shit, I'm, I'm here. Like, that. that's it. Like, damn. Yeah, so, it's a bit of... I feel like it's also like... You, it's a satisfaction you get, you know, putting the work in. It's not not just like a, a boom, I'm there. Like you said, exactly. you know, it's uh, putting the work and seeing results is, is definitely great. I agree, man. Now, do you actually have like a little background with music? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, not crazy to the extent where, you know, like regarding house music and everything, mm -hmm. everything but uh, I was in band um, elementary and middle school. I played the saxophone. Okay. Um, haven't played it in, in years, man. But you know, it definitely helped me out. It definitely like tuned up my ear and uh, and creativity wise too. Um, my parents, big big music fans, you know. Mm. Um, Latino, we're Peruvian. Oh, so, that's what's um, up, Latino. Yeah, there's sabe. always yes, sir. <laughs> sabe, man. Uh, there's music every single minute of, of of the day in my house, man. If it's salsa, merengue, oh, yeah, Peruvian sabe. folklore yeah. music, you yeah. know. Yeah. So uh, they definitely put that put that in me as well. Um, guitar. My dad used to play the guitar, the drums. So, right. yeah, music's always been there, man. You know, that's actually pretty good, man. And thank and thankfully, my parents did the same thing to me as well. They they, they influenced me with music even from the get go when I was just a little jit. You know, mm -hmm. at the beginning, it was more Phil Collins, Janny shit, you know, mm -hmm. and the later awesome. I got, I get older, I, they started to put in some more, you know, 80s stuff, more rock elements Absolutely. from the 80s, you know, with the Guns yeah. N' Roses, the ACDC, the Van Halens, mm -hmm. 
and then and then from there I f- like salsa and merengue was always a part of it. I'm from Puerto Rico, by the way, so awesome. Like, so I was. So obviously salsa. What is salsa, merengue, bachata, and reggaeton? Mm-hmm. That's always been something that's been traditionally in my whole entire Puerto Rican life. You know, like. Right. It was always there. My parents are not that big in reggaeton. They don't like that shit. Uh, but, not me either, man. They're old school. Bad Bunny, yeah. get that shit out. Yeah, of you know, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> get that shit out. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> me and my brother, on the other hand, we did. We grew up with the reggaeton, and we grew up with the reggaeton boom. You know, I actually started out like way old school. Be- like, I tell you, when Daddy Yankee wasn't Daddy Yankee, it was Winchester. He was named as Winchester and his duo partner was Nicky Jam. That's how that's how old I know. Like back in the days with DJ Blas. Because he. Because he. Lito y Polaco. Hey, when hey, when there was like really real beef between reggaeton rappers within Chile, you know, Tempo versus Lito y Polaco. You know, we see Yandel against this guy like, yo, there was beef there was beef you know there was beef for real man yeah i grew up yeah. with that shit and then i i, I grew it i grew the moment uh-huh. i moved into miami who would have thought right <laughs> what'd you move into more of the edm scene oh absolutely it's mm. by the time i was already djing in the club scene by 2010 i was getting much more influence in the edm i i've already listened to edm a little bit before back in high school Mm -hmm. because um i was influenced by tiesto armin van buren paul oakenfall paul van dyke david guetta dead mouse you know those are the ogs of the ogs you know i i started out with those guys and then but 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 because i was a dj for for a long time back then in Puerto Rico, they people only want to hear the the salsas, the merengues, the reggaetons, you know, like they were right. they they weren't that very influenced with the EDM per se, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 2010 that EDM itself started to boom a little bit and start to become right. more, more bigger and started to be influenced. the rave scene. Yeah, the rave scene, you know. Ultra yeah. Tomorrowland, all yeah. that started blowing yeah. up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. When mm-hmm. that shit started to pop off, that's where Puerto Rico little by little started to dwindle in. That's when they started to bring in EDC Puerto Rico, you know? Right. And I've been on all those EDCs, man, and th- those are the fire times. I've Obviously, we didn't know what the fuck is a music festival for us. <laughs> so when this shit came about, I mean, it started as a carnival. As a carnival, right. but they added stages and DJs. So what the fuck do we know? It was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to this ride while at the same time I'm listening to this banger shit, you know? Right, right. So I feel like as soon as I move into Miami, I transition myself to like, I'm not listening to any more reggaeton shit. Like, no, <laughs> no more Latino shit. Like, I already outgrew all that shit. Like, I can't, I can't right. deal with that. I can't, I can't. So I it gets just a like, bit repetitive, man. Uh, I was, I was actually, uh, a reggaeton DJ myself. Uh, you too, started, right? You know, like, oh, we yeah, all started so, like that, man. What's absolutely. going on? And 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 actually, man, I still do maybe a gig or two on the weekends, mm. like when when my buddy hits me up in West Palm because I, I live up here in Boca, man. Oh, um, damn, right that's now, what's yeah, up. Yeah, I moved. Yeah, man, I had to come up here to Boca, live with my parents. Uh, mm. So I'm a, I'm a little I'm between Miami and uh, West Palm Beach. 
Okay. Where uh, West Palm Beach is where my, my boy, Clean Boy Maudi, shout out Clean Boy Maudi. Uh, he hits me up for these reggaeton parties, you know, that he does. They're really dope. So, you know, I started off doing reggaeton. I do do it once once a month, every, once a couple months. Uh, mm. And they pay good, man. Open format, you know, Latino shit, they pay yeah. good. So I try to do it once in a while. I never, you know, leave it. And now I found house music and bro, I love it. That's the like love this shit, that's man. the best thing ever, man. Once you found yeah, the genre dude. that you love, it's like you don't want to leave it, man. It's just like yeah. I want to stick by it, man. Yeah, because I, I was in the I was in a predicament. I was like in between mm. uh, the reggaeton, the hip hop, mm. uh, house music, EDM. You know, I was like, man, what do I do? I I love it all. Like, can I do everything at once? And I I mean, I tried, but you kind of gotta, you know. Go your go in one direction mm. and try and blend it in a bit. Um, so that's right. what I'm doing now. I mean, I, I do a lot of tech house, but Latin. You know, incorporate a lot of Latin sounds. Got um, you. Yeah, dude. I try and do a lot of Latin tag vocals, uh, mm. remixes, stuff like that. Yeah, that's actually pretty dope. That that's very dope to hear, man. Um, yeah, man. And it's popping off, you know. So I think it's a good time to do it. You know, I, I hear a lot of more Latin sounds coming into the mute in the in the house music scene. You know. Um, it's not just like the OG Latin house right. records. Now it's more even mainstream, you know, tech house mainstream shit. I mean, I was never a fan of uh, of any of the house stuff. Like I, it I was more like, mm. give me something that's like much more faster and booming. So when Big Room came mm. along, like I stick by that. Ooh, you know? Big Room. Every, yeah. You remember that, bro? Like Martin Garrett's yeah. Rehab, Kashmir on that time. Dimitri oh, Vegas, like Mike, you know, Dubs. Yeah. Oh. Iron Man, yeah. That was the big one, you know. That I I was yeah. I fuck with that a lot, you know. And then it's funny how music works, no? It's yeah, like no. uh it, it it was that, you know, the big room era, transition to the bass era, dubstep. I remember everything was just dubstep. Yeah. All these festivals. Um and now it's like house is like the Yeah, it's like everything it's, has its time. Yeah, it's it's a weird phase that that I mm -hmm. that's that have I've definitely experienced throughout these years that I've been living here in, in Miami. It's like very, like I literally see Big Room exiting out as I'm seeing Trap entering mm -hmm. to the scene. Mm -hmm. That festival trap, you know, that carnival shit, that twerk trap. Yeah. I seen that shit entering. I'm like, what the fuck? This is actually pretty yeah, cool, you know? In, yeah, Yellow Claw. Oh my old, God, Yellow Claw. Like, you know, Trumpa, etc., etc. Et mm -hmm. Like, yeah, dude. Damn, bro! Like those, those, those guys were shit. You know, now they're yeah, now, it was fun, fun times, fun times, man. And what? And then I, at the same time, I'm seeing like you know, dubstep kicking in full throttle with this whole yeah. rhythm shit, or or tear it out dubstep, you know. And then it, as I'm seeing it exiting out, house comes back again once more, and now house yeah. is like the dominating theme right now mm -hmm. in the entire South Florida, you know? Like, and, For sure. And it's like, damn, bro, like, there's literally no area in which they do bass music anymore. Like, they killed mm -hmm. that shit off in that area in, in, in space, man. Now space is just yeah. pure house, not nothing yeah, else, you know? Is, yeah, all we that shit is just straight house, like, tech house, minimal, everything. House, yeah, house, house, house all um, the way. And treehouse. Treehouse yeah. used to do a lot of that variety, yeah. but now, no, it's like, nah, we're sticking with house. That's what's moving. Yeah. Tech, tech trends, yeah. house trends. Treehouse, uh, treehouse, if I'm not mistaken, they, 
at least like I think twenty right when twenty twenty two started, mm-hmm. um, they started cutting off that the dub. That's but, uh, exactly yeah, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. But they had every Thursday dubstep shows. That's what I've heard, and that's uh-huh. what, that what that's what yeah. I see. Like before, they actually have bass, like people, uh, like they have uh, like dubstep artists, and they have people that 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 I fuck with, you know, and mm-hmm. and and then they just cut it off altogether. Now you don't hardly see. Now you don't see any yeah. bass overall. Yeah. Not until maybe once a month, but rarely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why um mm-hmm. I give I give props to Andy and Chris, you know. Shout out to those guys. Hey, from, shout out them guys, man. Yeah, uh, underground Wubs and Plur Gardens. Like, shout yeah. out to those guys. Those guys are actually bringing back the scene back with the bass, right. you know, because it's like, shit, bro. Like it died out out of nothing, you know, out of nothing. Right, right. And you know, yeah. These and these guys are the ones that are doing their best by bringing people over from from all around South Florida to just like, yo, spin. If, you, if you're if you good, spin around. Just yeah. do your shit. That's yeah, it. man. Uh, they're awesome pe- people, man. They reach out, you know, they show love. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, they find they find anybody that, that likes that likes music and, and, and that's for it, you know? And, and I think that's great. I always tell Chris, because uh, he's from over here from Boca too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know him. And uh, yeah, dude, ever since he started, like, I've always been supporting him, bro. Because, like, I, I think it's awesome what he's doing. I agree. Um, and I hope. And, and he's he's come pretty far, man, from from when he started up here. Really cool what he's doing. I agree, man. Since since he uh, since I interviewed them, like, and it was pretty funny how we actually meet up because it was just all by DMs. You know, he just happened right. to saw like me posting one of my interviews. I don't know which one was it. I don't know which one was it that I was interview that was in there that I posted up and he just DM me and says like yo what's pretty dope what you're doing man like yo I'll I'll be down if we can come over to your show and I'm like fuck yeah like yeah <laughs> let's go let's do it and since that day when when we when I interviewed with him it was just like damn bro this is our wholesome people I love these guys man yeah. and I, and I and like you said these guys are bringing are doing something that people are like forget about it you know for sure they're bringing you know underground music back to the scene you know they're making it happen you know i mean that first festival that that we all met mm-hmm. not too long ago in that brewery that was fucking amazing and they blew up expect- yeah. expectations even to the people who rented out they were like oh shit yeah. for real how many people were 500 people whoa okay yeah dude. that was crazy yeah especially that dubstep stage mm. dude that was that was nuts i was like wow i was blown away man i, I it was really dope it was really dope it was dope really energy dope. too yeah i really fuck with it man as i was looking at the, one of their artists i was just like damn bro i really miss this man like this is some yeah. this is what i actually started out like why is it that I stopped doing this altogether? And then <laughs> people started to push me around and then, you know, start going yeah, sweaty. <laughs> and sweaty. I was like, ah, oh, that's why. That's why I always prefer <laughs> VIP. Now I remember. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Now it makes sense, you know. <laughs> Once in a while, it's, good. it's nice to get a little, a little grimy in there, though. Yeah. Once, you know, and then until, like you said, it reminds you and you're like, yeah, that's, that's enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> enough. Like, I... Call me bougie at that point. You're like, I don't give a shit, bro. Just give me all, all stage passes. Give me VIP. I don't care, bro. As long as I'm right there and I'm far from people, I'm okay. I was like literally the only idiot 
and that whole entire that entire festival who was wearing a mask. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, yeah, I, don't, I didn't see too many people with masks, right? <laughs> I didn't see anybody yeah. with a mask. Yeah, I was the only one, and I, <laughs> and I look and I look like somebody who's industry. Like I legit look like I'm from the industry, you know. And I was all covered with black and all around. And even on the green one, I I had the mask on, you know. But it's like mm-hmm. it's not it's not that like everybody do their thing with the mask. I could give a shit. It's just I don't yeah, want to yeah, risk sure. it because I got I got nieces and nephews that I see on a uh-huh. on a week on a weekly basis that I like. I don't want to have anything, you know. And like it's all it's all for my safety. It's for their safety. Right. So it's like nah, nah. Yeah, I mean it's the uh, same thing here, man. I mean I, I see somebody with a mask. It is what it is. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got time to you know battle with anybody. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> fucking hey, why are you not wearing your mask? <laughs> We're a pandemic. The fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to each his own, man. To each his own. <laughs> yeah, bro. To each his own. Then you know, but it was just funny. It's just so. It was just a funny thing to point it out. It's like, damn, I was the only idiot wearing a fucking mask. Everybody was wearing. <laughs> Was like, hey, COVID, no more. Hey, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but it's but it's all love, man. And it's all love. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I just had a great experience there. It's been a while since I've been on a festival. And that festival brought me a lot of good memories when I used to DJ around and tour a little bit and got to those mm-hmm. festival shows. You know, it was like like wow and then when i you see used to dj uh dubstep oh yeah bro that that was my film like i was always a bass music producer i'm still in, awesome. still in but it's just right i'm not as um not really not really focusing much on making music nowadays i'm more more doing this than that right, you know right, right, that's right. like i really really love podcasting really mm-hmm. love and i'm putting all my chips on the table to make this you know one of the biggest ones out there you know one of the best right. at least you know awesome. miami needs one bro miami needs a little podcast thing to blow up bro amen yeah. <laughs> amen man not there's not that many people or they're not you know you know yeah, and sure. and that's just only that there's not that many podcasts in the edn scene that you can say you can like like you, like you can say like holy shit. There's like twenty podcasts out there. It's like no, it's like the right. co- the competition wow, yeah, is not right. that there. Like right you're now, right. If, you're, if you think about it, can you name at least five EDM podcasts that you can think of? I can, I can name one, one I think the 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 one from Amsterdam, but it's it's not really a podcast. It's more like a radio. Okay, uh, yeah, that where they do the live sets. Yeah, but that's different. Yeah. That's different. It that's, is. It is. It, they, it is. They may, it, it is. It is. And it isn't like it is part of podcasting in a way because right. they can do it for free and they could just release it on, you mm-hmm. know, every week. But it's there. It's like you say, it's a live set, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Not many, there isn't too much. Yeah. Like there's not that many, you know, interactive conversations like you and me are doing, you know, like there's not that many Q&A's or getting to know each other and talk about all the things that we know. Like, right. I can tell you, I can tell you right now, because these are the, the people that I follow or mm-hmm. I don't follow. You've done your homework. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I need to know. It's like, who am oh, I yeah. competing? Exactly. Joe, Joe's guys, Joe's don't take me seriously, guys. Jesus, <laughs> they'll kill me on the Twitter feed, you know, um, uh, back to back with Willie Joy. 
shout out to him. He's actually doing a cool things. Um, EDM podcast, which they they're not very that they're not that very consistent about it. Um, mm. Mr. Bill's podcast, he's like the Joe Rogan of, of the EDM scene. You know, I love mm -hmm. it. I love it, and I want to be the the second hand of Joe Rogan's pot of the EDM scene. You know. <laughs> And right. there's this um this chick, what's her name? Um Lizzie Jane. Lizzie Jane in the It's O podcast. But you know, I don't she does she's she's cool. It's just like um she does a lot more of a QA's. And I sometimes I feel like her stuff is not that natural. A little more yeah, QA scripted. Like, exactly, you know, exactly. See, planned, right? that's a, that's exactly what I always try to avoid when I'm entering the podcast scene. Like I'm trying to avoid mm -hmm to be everything scripted like it's okay to have like at least a like a plan or something to more or less know what you're trying to get into you know a right. structure structure mm -hmm. however don't let yourself carry away for what that structure is telling you you know you know like for example the topics that i, that I sent you earlier those are stuff that you and me can talk about but not necessarily right. are, we, are we actually gonna go inside each and one of them and talk about it like like if there if there's something that we that we forgot is like all right hey i got i got something to talk about you know but most of the time in my conversation or my interviews you know it's literally a very fluent conversation like it's a back and forth you know we're just talking it's just you and me talking yeah. Judge free zone. Ask away any questions, and yeah, what yeah. we what more we natural. That's 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 where it, you know it comes out better too. You know, it, it seems more genuine. And that and at the end of the day, that's what wins the authenticity. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That beats that trumps everything else. You know, yeah. obviously, obviously, you're gonna feel like you're in the middle of an interview, and there's gonna be some Q and A's in between. As that goes mm -hmm. without saying, but mm -hmm. the way I deliver it to you, you wouldn't even feel like you sat down and you were like asking a whole bunch of questions. I can ask you, it's like, so how old are you? And when did you start this? And how many right. years are you doing this? And what prompted you to do this, this, and that? It's like anybody can fucking do that. You know, everybody right, right, can right, literally sure, yeah. grab a mic and sit down and doing that stuff. Like, but only the few who I'm not trying to put myself as like, oh, yeah, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> I We're just kicking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I'm focusing more because I feel like me doing the podcast, I feel much more happy, much more joyful. I feel like I learn a lot. And at the same time, mm -hmm. I'm helping others as well, you know, for right. people to like people who have never heard this certain people that I'm interviewing. It's like, hey, people can take a look at it, you know. Right. So it's very rewarding for me at the end of the day. And I feel for like sure, that's man. much more better than me producing music. I, mm -hmm. I I felt like I I lost the touch of making music when I felt like music became like a job. Like I feel so much pressure. Like I have right. I have to do this. Like I had to, and I and people are expecting these expectations out of me, and it was just driving me fucking insane. It got to a point mm -hmm. that I got burned down before I even started it. Right, mind you, I've been DJing for for over fifteen years, and I've been in the nightlife scene for. For 12 and I've been in in the Miami scene for for the past eight years something like that seven years some are you uh originally from Miami no no Puerto Rico born and raised Puerto Rico oh okay Puerto Rico. West, you came to Miami yeah 25 okay. years in, in Puerto Rico and the rest is history right here in, in Miami and I went to here to to go to SAE School of Audio Engineering oh okay 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I wanted to become an, I like, I'm still, I work my daily job as an audio engineer. So it's like, I'm doing my, my career job. So I'm happy with it. Right. But, um, yeah, I just focus more like, I want to be more of a music producer, you know? And because I didn't know anything about music theory or whatnot, this school itself helped me how to do that. But the school itself helped me how to do not just music theory, but learn how to do handle pro tools, logic, Ableton, mm -hmm. and learn how to, handle all the boards, handle mixing, mastering, all sorts of frequencies, live sounds, micro microphones and shit and whatnot, like taught me a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, that's no. awesome. That, that's actually something that I've always wanted to, wanted to get into because, uh, I mean, everything I know as far as music production, I mean, I, I, I've learned myself um, and I have a couple just recently, actually, like, right as quarantine hit, I met a, a group of friends that they graduated actually from Icon Collective. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's man. what's so up. Yeah, bro. So I was, I was, I'm blessed that I, I got to meet them. Shout out, uh, Polly and, and Leo Janeiro. They're my two homies that I, uh, I produce with. Um, they've taught me a lot. Uh, so yeah, dude, I, I've always wanted to get into music school. I still want to, um, just trying to find the time and money for it, you know? No, I agree. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, the, the, but, um, the money, it, it, I mean, you gotta, it's, it's a balance, you know, because, um, they do offer loans for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you can't pay it right away, you know, they offer loans or say like, oh, well you can pay this amount of money now, then, then this amount of the next one and so on and so on. Like they, they, they work it out somehow, but I'll tell you what, was it worth it for me going there? Absolutely. And the reason why I say that it's because this is not how much I paid. I'm still paying my student loans, but I paid like mm -hmm. 22 G's mm -hmm. for a year's course, a year. And I learned basically everything that an audio engineer needs to know, man. Everything. Right. Not only that, they also supply for, for a MacBook Pro. They supply for an audio interface brand stinky new everything and they supply with all the programs logic pro tools ableton native instruments all for mm -hmm. free i mean not well not free you pay them but right you're paying your tuition yeah you get you get involved every all that stuff is packaged in with with you you know so like mm -hmm. with that macbook bro like i literally learned and did everything that you can think of, man. I mean, that mm -hmm. MacBook is still kicking it to this day. I gave it to my brother. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's yeah, wild. Yeah, these things last forever. I still got mine from like five years ago. I just upgraded finally, but because, you know, everything, how everything's going right now, they're all out of stock. So I got to wait for like April to, for it to come in. Kind of sucks, but. Damn, that's what's what up. See, yeah. see, that's what another reason why I like, I stopped using Apple altogether. Before I was, I was pro Apple. Because like if I ever want to change my hard drive or or my RAMs, I have the ability to do so. But as soon as they make those MacBook Pros more slim, yeah. they smolder all the all the all the hardwire. So right. you cannot literally detach it and put it on. Yeah, like, you can't. Yeah, you can't. No, it'll no, fuck it's very it. hard. Yeah, no, it'll fuck it up. I'm like, fuck you guys. Like I can't yeah, they... like like <laughs> I can't. I cannot pay a I cannot pay twenty three hundred dollars for a MacBook Pro with all the stuff that I want, and then one day one day it can burn out or do some fuck shit, you know? Right. That's why yeah. I switched to PC, and now I got my laptop Razer fifteen. And, oh, I don't know. oh my god! For eighteen hundred dollars, I manage. Mm -hmm. 
to have everything that I wanted and some more. So it's much more powerful yeah. than a MacBook Pro. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've heard that a lot. Um, I don't know. I just, I got Apple first and, and I'm the type of person to just, if it's not, if it works out for me, I, I'm going to just stick to it. But uh, obviously before Mac, you know, the Apple became a thing. I've always had Windows. Mm. Uh, I use Windows at work. It's just, right. um, I don't know. For music, I'm so used to using Apple that I just stick to it. Right. And it's a preference. At the end of the day, it's just yeah, a preference. It is, it you is. know, as long as, yeah. as, long as it, it's working and doing your fame, man, that's all that matters, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm currently using uh, Ableton, too. Like, I started with Ableton, and um, that's, what I, that's what I'm sticking with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Ableton, bro. That's uh, what's up. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, hey, hey, no, no, uh, no hate against some FL Studio users, but Ableton, you, if you ain't using Ableton, you got to get on Ableton. That's, that's, what, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Let her ride. Let her know. Let yeah, her know. Yes, yeah, sir, bro. Ableton's the shit, bro. I can, I cannot stress how many times I've tell people as like, dude, Ableton, bro, is the most user friendly thought that it you is. can ever do. Like, and it, and yeah. not only it's so user friendly, it's limitless. Mm -hmm. It exactly. has so much limitless potential of doing whatever the fuck you want. And to be fair. All the stock plugins for an Ableton are fucking good. They're fire. The Ableton compressor, the the saturator, all that. Everything. It's, it's amazing. That's all you need. Yeah. And like, yeah. if you see like all my sessions, bro, like you only see that I, any third party plugins will probably be like, I don't know, Portal, Serum, Fat Filter. Right. Maybe Ozone for the mastering chain. Maybe. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. Everything else is stock all Ableton. Ableton. Stock Ableton's the OTT, the compressor, the yeah. EQ. The OTT's the, fire, yeah. Yeah, like the reverse, the echoes, um, the LFOs, the corpus, the erosion. Everything is all stock Everything, plugins, yeah. and you got and you got so much limitless potential to use any of that yeah. shit, bro. Like. Like, and there's even like uh, you could download extra ones that you don't have already stocked. You yeah. can get some free ones on Ableton.com. For free. Like, it, it's pretty crazy. For free. It, it's, it's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's why I tell people it's like you guys, like if you want to spend money, spend money on buying Ableton because you don't need you 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 don't need to have fat filters or ozones or mm -hmm. or any other plugins. Like you don't need it. It's all right there in Ableton. Does the other third party plugins help out? Sure, it does. Oh, but yeah. mm -hmm. but if you can if you can already do it with Ableton stock plugins, do you really need to use these? Right, no, not not necessarily. Um, I mean, you get you you know once you become better, you get maybe you're making money off of it. Then you can start you know buying crazy bougie plugins as you may say. Sure, but, uh, but you know stock stocks do, does the job. They do the job, especially for somebody you know that started now and and still learning this. Ableton right. is the way to go for sure. And you're you currently using the the sweet version or the standard? The the sweet the sweet version. Let's yeah, go. I finally bought it. Let's go. I had to buy it. Uh, I I had the uh, the standard version. Yeah. Well, at first, I'll be honest. I I uh, I had that shit, man. <laughs> you know, at bleep first, this shit out. Bleep this shit out. Bleep that shit out real quick. Allegedly, no, allegedly, no, I, you I, had I, it. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, somebody said I had it, but uh, but now nah, I have the the full sweet version, Ableton Ten. Uh, and uh, man, it's amazing. Can't complain. Have you thinking of upgrading to the eleven? Um, not. I mean, not, not anytime soon. Mm. I don't think. 
I don't even know. When did the 11 come out? Uh, they came out like ooh, November. It, it came out. I just, yeah. So just recently. Yeah, not too long ago. Ah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I, I suggest you wait until 12, to be honest. You're right. not, you're not really missing anything out on 11. I have it fully. Have it? Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to be a certified trainer for Ableton, you know? Oh, awesome. But it's fucking hard for me to get certified when all this hoo-ha pandemic is happening. And yeah. I don't know when it's the next time they're doing a certification process so I can actually fly mm-hmm. in and do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Is uh, that, is that, would you, what, what do you mean by like, fly in? is that through Ableton? Like the company Ableton? Or is that like a freelance thing that you, no, no, it, you'll do? Ableton. It's through Ableton. Like you'll oh, get, shit. you'll okay. be a, uh, you'll have a certification, and you'll be, and you'll be able to teach people how to, how to do Ableton. Like you can charge people how to do Ableton. You know, like you can oh, charge. Wow. Like obviously, if, if you're, if you're good, if you're good, you're good, and you can do private, private tutoring sessions. You know, mm-hmm. you can teach people how to do Ableton. But that's as far as you can go as a. You're only known as a tutor. You're not a, a certified trainer because sometimes, um, sometimes you let's say like you want to apply for certain jobs or certain studios, and these these people need like somebody that knows Ableton, you know, and somebody that right. can fits Ableton. I, you know, I can go ahead and be able to to do what I gotta do. But if I'm not certified and something happens, it's on me and be like, yo, you're not you're not you're incredible. Like, why the fuck should I even give you the chance? You know. Shit like right, that. Right, right. Awesome. And it's also just to have bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. the I think it's the most reason reasonable way why I actually want it. It's just bragging rights overall. Just say that I'm, I'm a trainer. You know. Right. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome, man. Uh, wow. I I didn't I didn't think that was like something that you could do. That's actually. Dude, Ableton will, like, will literally. Talking, yeah. Ableton will literally put you on their on their website saying that this guy is a certified trainer. He's in Miami or whatnot. Right. You guys need to learn. You learn from this guy, you know. And Ableton will fly you out for any for any other Ableton loop convention and shit. It's just like, hey, for you to learn the new shit or try the new beta version of twelve or thirteen or what it or any right. stop plugins. They'll they'll there's so many benefits out of it, you know. That's awesome. You, you you planning on doing that soon? Uh, not anytime soon, but I feel like whenever things are like like back to normal per se, yeah. Then I'll then I'll jump in. I mean, like I said, like I have to wait until these guys open up the the registrations and let you know. Oh, okay, okay. When is the the next certification training courses is gonna be? Most of the time, when they hit the U.S or North America to be more precise. When they hit North America, it's usually on Mexico or in Canada or, or LA. Mm-hmm. So I so I'm always trying to look for the ones in LA. But by the right. time by the time it was about to pop for LA, the pandemic hit, I was just like, well, there goes my chance. <laughs> sucks sucks being me right now. Yeah. Especially LA, that that state or California. They were heavy in the lockdown. So yeah, sure, I can imagine. Yeah. So obviously, there was like no chance in hell I'm getting. And afterwards, I was just like, "Well, I'll get it when I get it." It's not really a a rushing order for me. It's just a, a, a guilty pleasure, just to say like I have it. 
This is like that's mm-hmm. that's all. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what stopped me also from uh, when I was telling you that I was gonna try and enroll into a school or a school program. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole pandemic, I, I just I wasn't comfortable doing it online okay. as much as I wanted to do it in person. So so that definitely held me back a bit. And right now, you know, I'm I'm learning a lot. I've learned a lot over the like I said, I was doing reggaeton before. Yeah. Now I'm doing house. So I've learned a lot with my with you know, my learning from people, YouTube tutorials, you know, I watch that shit every day, man. So um, it's definitely helped me out a lot. I didn't think I, I, I really learned this much, you know, without without school. So uh, really dope. I mean, in your situation, I mean, you still got time to go to one of these schools and man, and it's oh, just yeah, a year's sure. course. For sure. Um, but if not, I will always recommend going to one of these master classes, you know, Mm-hmm. And much more affordable and much more, mm-hmm. you know, doable, you know, and like those, those masters from like, uh, from like, I don't know, like record labels that they sometimes have and shit like that. Like, uh, you know, sometimes there's certain artists that actually do their own courses, right. you know, and they yeah. go little, go step by step on making this certain songs, you know, and yeah. they, and they tell you what inspired them to do it. And what is it that they mm-hmm. did to do this, you know? And why yeah. did they miss it? Why did they put it in this way? You know, and they go literally step by step. And then sometimes some yeah. of these masterclasses is like, oh, I'm going to create a new song. Let's create a new song. And you see them working on how they did it. And you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Yeah, it's awesome. You learn a lot. No, hell yeah, bro. It's like literally you yeah, got man. them. Uh, you got a one like of the, the breakdown. A-list producer teaching mm-hmm. you how to run shit. I know like Dead Mouse and Army Van Buren have their own masterclass. They do, yeah. I see a freaking ad uh of the Oh yeah, the ads in really YouTube. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely see those all the time pop up. I mean, I, I was a beta tester for a masterclass for Tynan, which is like like a big um bass producer. And the way he handled it was just like amazing. It's like I fucking love it, bro. Like he yeah. literally he took he took out two of his best songs and he dissected and he explained it to it little by little why it was that and why that's that. And then at the end of it, they say it's like, oh, you can have uh, a free version of my uh, free project version of my of my song. Like a template. Like a template, basically. And yeah. you have awesome. literally your the song itself in your Ableton session and you'll be like, holy shit, like like let me reverse engineer this shit like holy fuck right. like this is what he was going for why is it that he went like this like oh that makes yeah. sense it, it's it's a new way effective way to learn you know mm-hmm. i can't yeah. i can't That's literally how i how i all the videos i watch literally mm-hmm. like dissection videos of uh of, uh, of arrangements and and like just songs that are made already for example uh this tech house dj west end okay um he has a couple videos he's been making some videos of his like latest songs on how he's make them how, how he made them and stuff so sometimes like when i was starting up um and i still do because you know i'm not like at a professional level yet um uh, i pull him up on the side and i and i follow step by step i do my own thing but but it, i learned a lot like that mm. um watching these videos man they're they're amazing yeah man i mean it, it, like it it's very it's very it's very good to learn some of these processes and go picking what's in what's inside the brain of any of these artists, you know? Exactly, and yeah. You like there are times in which like I 
There are times in which I feel like, oh, yeah, I already know about this. You know, I like I don't need yeah. to know about this. But every time I look at some of these videos, it's like, oh, shit, I didn't know about that. Oh, wow. It's like okay. a new trick that you learn from somebody. Everybody got their own way of there's a thing about music. You know, you, there's never like a right way or right. like, you got to do it like this. Right. You know, there's a little trick in there that somebody does. And you're like, oh, wow. It's some it's something that I always emphasize a lot about people, you know, telling them it's like, guys, like you may have the blueprints of Jay-Z of how he made it to the industry. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean the end result is gonna be the same as him, you know? You might right. not like literally end up like him. You can have the blueprints, the step by says of how he do things, but it may or may not work on you, you know? Everybody has their own path. Like It's okay to pick and choose some of the ideas and know some of the stuff. Like, oh, yeah. okay, cool, got it. I'm gonna do that, but on my own way, on my own way. Yeah, sauce it up. It mm-hmm. sauce it up, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine to do it. But if you're gonna do the yeah. sides of thing, it may not work for you, man. Yeah. What can for work sure, for man. me may not work for you. Right. It's two different things, you know. And Some of the things that I try to explain for this podcast itself is trying to teach people, like, listen to the stories, listen to everyone's stories. Listen to my story. Listen to every person I interview. Like, they can tell you firsthand how how they struggle or how they manage to come out to where they are you know, or how they do things. You know, it may be different, but at least, you know, from it. at least you learn something yeah. from, about it. You know, you know, everybody has their for own. Sure, yeah. Everybody has their own way role. of doing things. Yeah, yeah, everybody got their own path, way of doing things. Yeah. You know? That's a cool thing, though. That's that's like, uh, how do you say it? Like, um, not fortune. That's uh, that's your path, you know? You're... Yeah, that's that's your path. And it's like, there's nothing, like, there's there's no core, like, there's no direct path. It's like, yeah, there's no right or wrong path. Obviously, mm-hmm. there is a wrong path to doing things, but... <laughs> You learn from it. Yeah. Most of the time, I try to teach people is like, okay, this is the path that I took. I highly suggest for you guys, don't take this path that I took because it ended me with this. And then mm-hmm. these certain problems came about. So I suggest you guys do this other path and focus on that path. You know, just focus on mm-hmm. path. The, however you got there, that's on that's that's on you guys. However you get there. But don't do what I did, you know? Or don't do what yeah. this certain person do. A wise man learns from his own mistakes. A wiser man learns from other people's mistakes. And the wisest man learns from both. For sure, bro. Preach out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do here, man. I preach out and, and guide everybody as much as I can, you know? Because like I, I just I just want everybody to succeed, you know? Right. I want everybody to eat. I want everybody to grow. I want them to be big. You know, I don't want anybody to be feeling like, oh, I got left behind this. Like, well, I mean, why did you get left behind it? Because I know it wasn't for me. I try to help, you know? Uh, I feel that. That's awesome, bro. Yeah. And like you said, this podcasting, it, 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 it's a bit rewarding, you know, hear people out, share their story, and, re- and you know, you share it. I you share agree. it on that platform that you got. So that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I try my best. I try my best. But, um, but you say yourself that you actually started make you know how to play guitar so you know you have a little background music theory correct oh yeah uh yeah music so i i started playing saxophone oh um, okay yeah in 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 band in middle school and, and elementary in high school i moved down here or up here mm. and uh 
I, I did not go into band in high school, but yeah, saxophone. So I know how to read music like the old school way. Okay. Um, on the on the sheets and stuff. Mm. Um, probably a little rusty, but but yeah, I know that. Um, music theory right now at this point of me producing is uh, it's not like instant. Mm. I sometimes have to like you know count my little three four. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I have a little knowledge of of music theory. I do want to like learn a lot more it's just man it's just one of those things music theory it's like it's so uh how do you say it it's complicated it, yeah it's complicated it's, i mean it's simple but it's 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 a pain in the ass no absolutely uh, hey dude yeah i don't know nothing about music theory i'll be honest with you bro mm -hmm. um the way i do my my songs is the cool thing about dubstep is that you know you can you can make a sick sound with using the same you know scale you know You know, every mm. dubstep song is a F minor. At least the most basic generic dubstep is always right, going to be right, F right. minor. Mm -hmm. You can switch it up by doing F major or G minor or E minor. Sure. But you know that those are like those the most generic. So you learn from them. You learn, mm. you know, I learn from them. And I say like, all right, so these are the notes. And those are the notes that I, I highlight myself. It's like, okay. And sometimes I even forget about it. I, so I had to go back to my cheat sheet right. and look at it. It's like, all right, if I'm F minor, what are the notes that I'm allowed to play? Okay, these are the notes I'm allowed to play. All right, let me play this. And also when I'm doing chords, I got to go, okay, if it's an F, what are the chords? C, A, F. I said that right, mm -hmm. right? What do you mean? In what? In F sharp? In F major? F yeah. minor? F. Okay, so it's C. It's F C. No, F A C. When you're playing, when you're playing on the piano, so when you get that chord, bang. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, am I right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Fuck yeah! <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I I need I need uh -huh. I need I need my cheat sheet. You know. Like I need yeah, to have I mean, it. me too. Like I said, it's not on the back of my mind. Uh, is I mean, it's not like right there, but I do have to like sometimes do the cheat sheet and uh, and and work my way around. But yeah. I I do want to like really really learn it. That way I don't have to do shit and just right. I want to play a melody. Boom, it's there. Chord. Boom, it's there. I'll be honest, dude. Ableton 11 just made it the biggest cheat sheet ever. Really. Because now when you're actually on the MIDI chords and you got it on the piano, you can literally select what scale do you want to be. And Ableton will literally highlight the notes for that scale. Oh, wow. So like, That's I, like I think FL does that. Yeah, I've, heard from pe I've heard from people that FL does that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've never seen it, but it's my first time seeing it in a, a live in there and pull and Bro, I was that just was like, wow, I was that's like, easy. that's awesome, bro. Where was this when I started out with Ableton and eight, bro? I might just get Ableton 11 instead of learning music theory, then, man. <laughs> bro, I tell you, it's super easy, fucking yeah. super easy. Just like imagine you're right here on the screen and you just, oh, F minor, you know, scale key minor, and your entire piano chord is highlighted. It's like, all right, these are the notes that are. For that scale that you should only play. And then you mm -hmm. click fold and it's like, boom, that's it. Those are all you got to do is just map it out. Well, map it, it yeah, out, yeah. whatever melody you want to play. Just map it out and that's it. You don't even have to think if you're out of scale. No, no, it's right there. Map it out. Map it out. Just go 
and then that's it. If I, is it is it? Can you upgrade? Yeah, you like can, if I have, you can upgrade. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know. Depending on the depending on whether whether they can actually charge you for it. Right. I know they charge me I'm sure they every, every yeah. time I upgrade. They, they always charge me like an extra two hundred dollars. But, but I, I mean, it's it's better than just buying it. Like what is it? Like eight fifty? Oh yeah, almost? yeah, like brand new. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and the the cool thing now is that they give you the option to pay it in increments, like monthly payments, mm, installments. Yeah, yeah. So so when I upgraded myself to eleven, I only pay thirty seven dollars per month until I finally oh. own it. Now I finally own it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like I might do that then. Honestly, much more. Just, of, I gotta wait for my new laptop. I gotta wait for this. Yeah, new once your lap, your new, ones, yeah. yeah, once your new laptop comes, then consider it. You know, and yeah, it's definitely sure. worth it when you're, when when you're when you're getting when you feel like damn, I, I don't have two hundred dollars on the on the spot right now, but I can pay it like little by little until mm-hmm. I own it. It's mm-hmm. like they do that very good, man, and. I love it, man. I love it. it was, the best decision I did was, you know, upgrading myself to 11. Now all my computers have 11. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I even do my edits in, in fucking Ableton. I was going to ask. Yeah, you, you probably could do you could do a lot of stuff in Ableton, right? Like probably like podcast stuff too. Just edit, cut, clips. No, every time like that. all I got to do is whatever I record from our interview, I basically bounce it to Ableton. Ableton will just read it out for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, then the little window screen will appear. And then I can just like literally listen the entire podcast and bleep out some of the stuff or cut any open spaces like any, you know, no, no talking. So I can just cut that out and and paste it right. together um and i and at the same time i'm mixing and mastering at the same time you know mm-hmm. so i already have a, like a mixing chain in the track and then i like a master chain in the mat in the master output so basically i'm just listening making sure that everything's all leveled up and everything can be listened loud and clear and at the same time you can actually see it like very cohesive you know obviously my level of editing is not like any of the pros, you know, you can mm-hmm. honestly see like when a scene gets cut or when something gets skipped over, like it's very sudden. Right. That's that's not the, that's not the point Part I'm trying of the to get. That comes with it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. here to listen what, what we're trying to say, right. you know. And once I finish that, I I can ed- I can export it to up to 4K. Yeah, Ableton. Yeah. yeah. And then once I got that, then I'll just put that on Premiere. Just slap the coloring and slap the intro and outro. Bounce and boop, put put it on YouTube and put it on the other platforms. That's it. Premiere's a Premiere's another crazy uh, software, man. Awesome. I uh, I got the chance. I, I used to try and make like YouTube mixes my, my, myself. I oh used to yeah. Try and edit them. Yeah, man. And uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Premiere Pro is a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, but you got to know it. You got to know what the hell you're doing, man. Yeah. I only know like the most basic shit ever on Premiere mm-hmm. because like I said, like I just I just slapped the edit version of, right. of the interview at the intro and outro and give a little bit of coloring and that's it. That's yeah. all I do. I don't do anything outside of extra shit, you know? Yeah, I used to try and edit, like make uh just make cuts, transitions, all that. And mm-hmm. uh it's hard. It's like a 
it's almost as it's almost like an ableton of a video yeah, you know? yeah something like it's that it's kind of crazy yeah it, it's pretty cool um but again everything i use youtube man everything's on youtube i if i need to know how to do a little transition boom there type it up it's there go step by step um and that's how i've always learned it so um yeah man all these all these different you know softwares are, are pretty cool and, and kind of similar in a way youtube um, academy youtube <laughs> academy baby that's that's where it's at <laughs> it's awesome yeah <laughs> so let me ask you like how how do you go by um when you're when you're entering one of your your sessions because you say that it's you have a like a basic of music theory so i'm very curious yeah. of how you actually get in get yourself dirty when when you're doing your songs you know yeah so honestly i start i try and start kick and bass mm. kick and bass uh drums i know there's a lot of people that opposite um but i i, I do taken bass drum um and then um i try and find like melodies um or i try and like play out melodies if i ha if i'm sampling something mm -hmm. I, i throw it on there um and then according you know to what i'm using actually uh probably like uh switch around my bass line play it play around with it since i do house you know um because that's everything honestly You're, you have to have a good bass line um so yeah i mean that's how i start uh you know the drums melody i try and add some vocals nothing crazy mm -hmm. and then you know your eight bar loop yeah and uh and then i started arranging i started arranging very simple um and then i once i have everything kind of arranged i uh like you know intro first drop breakdown all that and then um and then i start you know getting softy with it i added i start you know going in and really going part by part um intro this okay. first break down this drop okay. this you know switch it up and then um and yeah man i mean e every song is different um so i can't say i always do that but that's that's the most that's what i usually do and is, and your fan is bait is house that's your fan like is right now yeah it's it's house full house like a regular house or is like specific house like tech house g house tech that's house it. It's oh, tech, tech house. house, tech house for sure. Yeah, okay. tech house for sure. But again, I try recently. Um, I've been uh, I've been incorporating a lot of like reggaeton sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been using a little uh, more like uh, like the dembo, like the snares. Yeah, in the background, I yeah. have it. You know, to make it sound um, with, with the drums, I incorporate it. I use the I try use a lot of bongos and congas in the background too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been using a more more Latin tech. I wouldn't say Latin house because I feel like Latin house again is very, um, very chill, mm. um, more percussion and but tech house. You got that bass, you know, that pumping bass with kick. Okay. So uh, so I would say it's like Latin tech almost Latin tech house. That, that's what I that's what I'm really focusing on right now. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you, how's how's actually the industry with tech house itself? Dude, it's I don't know. I find it, it obviously it's very competitive. Um, really, you know that. I mean, that's what's popping off right now. You know, like we like we said, house music it's it's everywhere right now. So right. it's very competitive. Um, but I feel like you just gotta put the grind in it, man. Um, you gotta you gotta really be active. Um, you gotta ha you gotta try and do it all. You have to. Uh, you gotta DJ for sure. You know, you got to be out here DJing, trying to get as, as many little gigs as you can. 
meeting people in your area, especially because mm. one thing I came to realize is, uh, regarding a, you know, a fan base, even though you're, you're really, you know, starting up. Yeah. Uh, you can't rely. I used to rely too much on, on having like people I know come out to like see me and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, I realized that you got to get people in that music scene to come see you and come support more than anything. Yeah. Um, cause they're the ones that, that really come out and love this shit as much as you do. Um, so, so regarding that, that, I mean, you know, that's what I think of it. Um, and then that's the DJing side. Like I said, you have to, you have to have a little bit of everything. And then the production side, um, you got to try it all as well. Like right now I'm, I'm focusing on, like I said, find your, finding your sound. I'm trying to do the, the Latin tech house yeah. um, vibe because I have a reggaeton background. Um, and I, I try and do a lot of my own marketing in a way. I try and reach out to as many people as I can. I have like sometimes a, um, and I spend like an hour a day, for example, sometimes I go on Instagram and I'm like, comment, I'm like commenting on people's stuff, like mm -hmm. saying, yo, what's up? You know, I'm that person. I, I spam the shit out of you. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't know that that's how I, that's how I do it. Sometimes I send music, I communicate with people. Um, I show love and uh, every time I have like a new track out, I try and send it to as many people as I can, record labels mm. um, and, and feedback. You know, that's the way I go. That's what I do. That's what I try and do at least and uh, and hope for the best, you know, and see what happens. Um, Before I get to the part that I want to ask you about your about your projects, I just, I'm very curious that you said about, you know, you sent some demos to these labels. What, what has been right. your experience behind that? It's a lot of work. Um, I usually, I mean, you know, I try and send it to as many little labels as I do big labels. Mm -hmm. um, for example, you know, like Repopulate Mars, uh, you know, I, not really spinning records and stuff like that because I know that's, you know, out of the ballpark for now at least. Um, but, but I try and reach out to as many, you know, labels and small and big labels. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times, you know, they don't answer. When, I, when they do answer, it's either a yes or no. and I get happy, honestly, if it's a no or a yes, because you get an answer. You feel me? Like, it, yeah, it's, that's way better than they being see your ghosted. Shit. It, yeah, exactly. Being ghosted is not it. Um, no, uh, so even if that. it's a if it's a no, I'll take it. You know, it's not it's not it's not your it's not what you like. It's not at the time, and uh, mm -hmm. on to the next one. I agree. A lot of things I actually want to bring back for everything that you just said, like. It's very, it's very true what you said. Like you can't just expect to bring like the people you know to come over to your shows because that's mm -hmm. that because they can help at the moment. It's a number, but yeah, but is that gonna be the same number as consistent and every time you're gonna be playing? That's what exactly, and that's what I uh, that's what I noticed. Like uh, you know, I bring out my closest ten. 15 max people that I can bring out. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, if you're having a gig every other week, every week, it's like, you know, yeah, it, exactly. it's hard for, for the same people to come out every exactly. single time. And they can only support you for us as far as much as they can, you know? So yeah, that, that, that's something that people really don't realize It's like, yeah, sure. I got my friends and, and you know, what, whatever, but you know, are those friends going to be every fucking weekend? supporting you yeah. or if you play once a month are they really gonna be there every fucking month no you need to right you need to find ways to grow your audience and have people to come over it's like hey shit i've said it before like i came from puerto rico i'm not from miami so when right. i came here like i had literally nobody none of my friends were here so imagine me as a bass producer, trying to get people to come over to my show you know like hey mm -hmm. i'm performing i'm opening for this artist i'm 
I'm doing this, this, and that. It's like having that is it's a it's a hassle, it's a pain in the ass, but it's a full grind when I had to do it because I know it's like this is the only way for me to have some fans, you know, at least some fans here in the yeah, excuse me, in the in the scene, you know, because I'm not gonna have anybody but but myself to support myself, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. So, not for sure. So it's it's actually a very hard grind and and doing doing it again now as a podcaster is actually even harder because it's most of the time I say this very very useful like it's easy to promote someone as an artist versus promote someone as a podcaster because in an mm -hmm. artist you can promote the song it's very easy to market and people will listen to it it's just like what a three minute five minute song all right cool it's dope whatever move on on to the next one but can you actually really get those people to sit down and listen to listen, an hour man. or two hour conversation? It's hard. It's yeah. very hard, especially especially people who are trying to learn or trying to get into the industry. Sometimes you don't get them the whole time, you know? So mm -hmm. it's very hard to market. And I've seen that as a long run. But the more I interview people, the more people starting to notice me and see me and starting yeah. to see like, oh, shit, he, he's getting a point. Like he's getting yeah. people over and, you know, he's been putting people out. And For sure, man. I, 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 uh, I think it's dope. Like I said, what you're doing. And uh, I feel like it's about also that. Like you said, you're in the Miami area. So I, I feel like, I mean, you've been doing it. I, I've seen, you know, your videos. Um, try and get, like you said, you know, try and get as many people in the area as possible. Um, that's dope because, look, I, I saw, for example, um, Andy's, Andy's podcast. Yeah. The one that you did with Andy, I was like, all right. So I, I'm not the only one that's seen it, I'm sure, in the Miami scene. All the, you know, the local DJs that are coming up as well. They're like, right. he's on a podcast. Regardless, you know, what podcast it is, it's still a podcast. And, uh. And I feel like uh, you're in the golden era of podcasting right now, bro. You know, yeah. that shit's blowing up and like, yeah, yeah, dude. So it's, you know, even though, like you said, it's a bit hard right now, it's the best time to start it because uh, it's been blowing up. And, you know, like I said, I don't know, personally, who wouldn't, want, in my opinion, like who wouldn't want to be in a podcast? It's a dope platform. You know what I mean? It's a dope platform. You get to talk, you're chilling uh, and you're sharing, you know, it's awesome. And and most important for the for for the interviewer, it's exposure. More it than is. more than anything, it's a free exposure. It I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking yeah. for like anything. I'm just asking for you to sit sit down with me and have a conversation and talk about things. It's fucking yeah. free exposure for everyone. You know, helps you, helps me. You know, it works both ways. People get both, to see exactly. your side. The side that normally that normally that people don't have the chance to see, people can understand you. Mm -hmm. Because in this industry, unless you work in this industry, outside of it, there's no people that will understand your struggles more than the people that are actually working along with you. For sure. Like as much as your let's for example, like as much as your parents support you with your music and everything, they can never understand what you're going for and what you have to do and what you got to do to get to these certain things. For you, it's an achievement. But for them, it's like, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Like, I yeah. really don't see any actions. I really don't see anything that's, you know, blowing. You see it. You see it because you're doing it. But from outside of it, because they don't understand. They don't know what's going on. They don't see that, you know? So it's very hard. Yeah. 
for people to understand this. So when they sit down in these interviews with me, it gives them a second opinion, a second opinion about it. It's like, oh shit, I didn't even thought about that. Damn, I didn't know that that you had to do this and that on my own. It's like yada yada yada. Yeah. Like okay, you get the whole backside of it, every everything you know. Right, right. Yeah. And it's it's a shame that I like I'm not naming names, but it's a shame that a lot of people that are trying to to get over to the show. Sometimes they I get ghosted even after even after they say, yeah, yeah. See, if they ghost me, that's fine. If you respond to me and you say, yeah, and then you don't and I'm here from you again. OK, now I have a problem because you already made a commitment and I was excited for that. And now you're like telling me now you're just like disappear from me like I never existed. Yeah, yeah that's cap. <laughs> that's cap. As, and I'll give you a bigger one. I hate when it's a bigger cap when I got certain artists that says, yeah, to me, go talk to my manager so he can schedule it. Manager, either either the man and the managers either ghost me or they just say, nah, we're we're past. So it's like it gives me that conflict. It's like, like, OK, your client says yes. I'm telling you, they say yes. You're telling me, no, why not? Free exposure. Right. As a manager, is, yeah. as a manager, you want your client to get as much exposure as possible, mm -hmm. especially when it's free. The fact that you don't have to pay or do anything to lift the finger to promote your artist, and they just do it. And it's like, oh, perfect. Yeah. They're doing my job. Those are the ones that yeah. I hate the most to deal with. You know, and I understand yeah. that there's I'm good. There's going to be a lot of times in which like I can send 20, 20 letters to 20 people. And I'm going to get rejected by more than half of it and get five out of them. That's fine by yeah. me. I'm happy with the five, yeah. you know, and I expect the, the rejection. There's I'm not complaining about it. I'm complaining the part, you know, when you when you decided to do a commitment with me and then you backtrack or you ghost me altogether. That's sure. that I cannot accept and I cannot forgive or yeah. forget, you know, because, you know, yeah, it's understandable. Same thing. I mean, and, and like perhaps like the music scene, same thing, you know, like let's talk, let's say, uh, I don't know, a gig or something or, uh, or a record label, for example, they do that. You know, that's, that's not, that's not cool. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I hate it. But I it happens. It. it happens. It happens. It happens to everybody. And I'm okay to yeah. talk about this stuff, you know, so people can understand. It's like, Hey guys, like you guys are not the only one. I get rejected all the time, bro. It's like, it, it, to me, it's like water at this point, you yeah, know, part of the job. Yeah. It's part of the job, yeah. you know, but it's what you do afterwards is what makes the difference. It's like, okay, are you going to sulk about it or yeah. are you just going to move forward and find something bigger and better? And most mm -hmm. of the time I always find something bigger and better. Like it, like I got, I get rejected by five people, but then I got an answer for one big guy. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, that one big guy is worth, 10 of those so it's like and, and and another cool thing is that all right if i get rejected by these people that's fine they're not the only people in the world i can I I still look and search for more and do more research on who else is out there and try to reach them out you yeah. know have you been reaching like the, the people just in the miami area or like any just hitting up people on instagram and all around all over, all around, all around. Most, mostly, I, I, I found everybody on Instagram. It's okay. much more easy. Everybody's on Instagram, yeah. and I could just DM you, and you know, let, 
let's get it. And if they, if they have representation, I will tell them at the end is like, hey, if you feel comfortable that you want me to talk to your manager, I'm more than happy to do so. Just send me away the email and I will tag you along with it. You know, I have no problem with that. Um, I started out by in, by getting some of the local scene here in South Florida, at least the majority of the base heads, you know, mm-hmm. at least the base heads that I know that are that are literally making some moves, you know? Yeah. And then somehow, I don't know how, I started to to go outside of Florida and then it ended up with people from Europe. Got, oh, wow. Yeah, I got people from France, from Spain, from Greek, from Czech Republic, you know, homies from yeah. there. And then, I, then after that, I got homies from other states here in the U.S., from Colorado to... California to North Carolina to like Texas. Like I, I literally I'm hitting everybody up. Now I got interviews. I got confirmation for a bunch of people from Canada, from 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 California again, you know, like oh, dude. See, man. Yeah, it's all like I said, it's all about reaching out and uh it's reaching out. as many people as you can. The way you said it yourself is like, you know, how am I going to get this organic growth? It's like you you said it yourself very clearly. It's like you actually went there into the pages and you hit the mob and you say, hey, yeah. thank you for the follow or hey, thank you yeah. for the like. And hey, what's up? This and that. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. This and that. And that's how people attract. You know, that's how you get your organic growth, you know, it is. and that's the yeah. best way, because that's how, you know, these are my legit fans that they will follow me from through and through, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I agree completely. Now, I'm going to circle back again to that whole demo submission part because this is a very, it's a very interesting subject, controversial mm-hmm. a lot because I say this with the most looking out way possible for anybody. I say when it comes to record labels, I don't look at them, mm-hmm. not anymore. Back then I did, but I now like I, after many years of working in the industry, I kind of see how things they go and how they move. Mm-hmm. I tell people don't fucking focus on record labels. To be honest, focus on you. Mm-hmm. Focus on you, and don't bother sending demos to any of these labels or submissions. You know, don't bother. You know, it ain't worth your time. Now. I'm not saying on all of them. There's yeah, there's a few labels that definitely will listen and reach out to you, say yes or no. That's fine. But in reality, if you want to be hurt by anybody and you want these labels to look at you, you gotta do you gotta release your own songs. You have to right. put them out. Yeah. And you have to send these songs to these artists. Those well established artists. artists. Yeah. Get that artist support. Send, yeah. you know, get the promo emails for them and say, yo, yeah. hey, I just did this. You know, we'd love for feedback, whatnot. You know, that's sure. it. If they fuck with it, bro, they will tell you, yo, I fuck with the song and I played it all. Sure, on sure. this. And before you know it, an A&R is going to pop out and it's going to listen to that song. It's like, yo, where'd you get that song? Is, is that yours? It's like, nah, that ain't mine. It's from this kid. This kid gave it to me. Yeah. That's how they're going to look at you. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's, that's really important too. Um, I, I forgot to mention that as well. I mean, I have a whole fucking list on my on my phone notes on my iPhone mm-hmm. notes of of demo emails um, that I've collected in the last couple months. Um, because I, as I send these record labels, 
um, I also have to do my own, like, you know, I do my own, like I said, my own marketing. So, yeah. um, I try and get as many demos as I can. And that's another thing I do. It's a, it's a lot of work, but emails, yeah. emails, emails, demos, 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 Instagram DMs. Um, and yeah, man, that, that's, that's, I feel like that's the way to go. I mean, at least personally, that's, that's what I've seen. And that's what I think most people do. Um, I don't know how, how the tech house scene really works. I mm -hmm. honestly don't know. I just go by for for what you said, you know, or for what other people still trying to figure me. it out myself, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know as a, as a producer that I've been doing this for quite some time. I know that me focusing on labels should be the last thing ever, you know, because mm -hmm. how Air and R's are are working right now is very said it's very statistics and very you know pools. Mm -hmm. You gotta have the pools because they want to know, like, if you pull this much, can you pull this much in our label? Right. You know, they don't really, they don't, they're not really in the position in which, like, yeah, you got the talent, you got the talent, yeah, we'll give you a shot. Like, nah, they don't look at that anymore. They look at more as like, um, let me see your socials. Like how many people you, yeah. you follow on socials, how many lights you get, how many plays you get, how many comments, all that shit now is part of, you know, besides having the talent. Yeah, this, but they emphasize more on that more than your talent. That's yeah. the uncomfortable truth in what's happening right now. It is. And, that, and that's why I said, like, you kind of have to, you know, do it all. Yeah, um, do it all. You gotta, you gotta have, in my opinion, I don't know, because I, I, I've talked to people that are like, I mean, you don't you don't need your IG to be, you know, a popping, way, yeah. to be popping. You don't yeah, need to you know, you have these to. likes. And you don't. I mean, you really don't. But it I helps, mean, at least it, at, it does. I, but at least have, you know, a decent page, you know, mm, a cool. Yeah. You, that you pull it up and you're like, oh, OK, yo, these pictures are cool. You know, yeah, like, exactly. DJing. Exactly. So I, I feel like you need it. You need a little bit of everything you know yeah um, have it all nothing crazy either because I, i feel like you do have to keep it genuine you know you got to be Absolutely. true to yourself and who you are but uh you don't want to overdo it but but yeah you know ha have some cool pictures you know be be active which i think is the most important part mm -hmm. um be active man yeah yeah like i fucking hate social media altogether like i hate yeah it. It, it's a pain man it's a pain but yeah. it is what it is it's, it, there. It, it's the only way that actually gives you you know the numbers you know it has its pros and cons it has a, it has a lot of pros and cons to me it has uh, maybe a, more more yeah. probably cons but yeah 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 but the cool it, thing is that you know you get to share and, and mm. that's in my opinion the best part like you get to reach out like you said you know even for your podcast you get to reach out Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I mean, for right now, Instagram, I treat it as my, I don't know, like your portfolio, I guess you can say, you know, like your LinkedIn or something. Yeah. That's your, yeah. That's your job profile, you know? Your, yeah. Basic, basically, that's how I have my Instagram. That's like my portfolio, my, my place where you can see my credentials, you know? Exactly. Like you can see like, you know, these are the people that I've interviewed. Look who mm -hmm. I'm interviewing this, you know, couple of months and whatnot. And yeah, yeah. that's how that's how I have it right now, man. Same. I mean, I just have my music stuff. Uh, obviously, like, you know, Fresco uh, shows, mm -hmm. you know, me playing music, DJ yeah. production. Um, you know, I have my links, everything set up, my stories. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really never really use social media like too crazy. 
or at least I have, but not, you know, I wasn't always like posting and out here, you know, posting selfies and trips and all this. Yeah. No, so, not, um, none of that yeah, you know, shit. exactly. So I decided, you know, from the business side, it, it, it's helpful, mm-hmm. really helpful. If you use it right. Um, I feel like it's a great tool, but, um, all that other, like you said, all that other bullshit, you know, not for me. I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you on that. Like I can handle some of that shit. Like, in all honesty, I would rather pay somebody to handle all my social media accounts. Honestly. Right? How how easy would that be, man? <laughs> I'm pretty but, sure uh, they are. I'm pretty sure there's no, like a 100%, lot. No, 100%. 100%. Yeah. For sure there is. Um, I really, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's little time for you, you know, because it mm-hmm. does consume you just to dedicate just to dedicate one post is like a lot. Of, like you'll be spending at least a good twenty minutes, to, you know, to oh, do yeah. a single post oh, man. Yeah, at, a, at a specific you, time. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Takes me like 20, 20 minutes. Even though it's I already have it set, it's just I overlook it. I overthink it. I'm like, nah, yeah. this shit sounds stupid. Nah, this that. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why I don't overthink it about it. I just like this is what it is. That's it. All right. Exactly. Take it. Take it. Take it or leave it. Hey, I could give a shit about it. And that's yeah. how I. That's how I treat it right now. Is I treat it as mm-hmm. like I don't really don't give a shit. I'm just here it giving is, you guys yeah. updates and letting you know like what I'm doing. And yeah, I'm still in the scene. You know, I'm still in the scene. Just lurking in the shadows. That's all. And yeah. giving away some 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 secrets here and there because nobody's gonna give it to you. Well, it's like all right, don't worry, I got you. I'm gonna give you the secrets to to what shit happens here in the industry. So you don't, you don't have a, a, like an artist profile. It's mostly like right now your, your current podcast IG. Well, basically my IG itself started as my own profile, my artist profile, right. you know, but I, over time is like, I'm not really doing anything as me as an artist. Yeah. I'm not really releasing any songs anytime soon. I'm not really working on anything anytime soon. Probably I'll work something on the side after I'm finished editing all seven other podcasts that I got to edit and schedule them. Um, probably that's when I actually take my time and do something. But yeah, like I turn my own artist page into my podcast page. Itself, your podcast you know? page, yeah, your business page in general. Yeah, I like all I got to do is just switch the name from Wolves and Music to the Lone Wolf Podcast and that's it. Yeah, but I, that's true. But I... But I leave it at there just for now until, you know, Fins get a little bit bigger. You know, once I'm already hitting the numbers and Fins are moving forward with that, that's where I'll just have those accounts separate mm-hmm. for the time being. But for now, I just need all my accounts under one. So that way I know yeah. what I'm what I'm managing, you know. That's the way to go to. I feel like um, I don't know where I've seen it, but every social media you have has to be kind of the same name, kind of the same setup. Yeah. Um, you got to keep it all under one. Yeah, keep it under one umbrella, basically. Mm-hmm, exactly. So every every everything is under the one umbrella of Wolf's and Music. That's my umbrella. So everything, right. my, my music and my podcast, everything, everything is under that one umbrella for the time being, you know, until I expand, expand myself in my business. And then that's where I was like, all right, cool. These two can be two get to be separate, but they're still in that one. You know, I'm still the one boss. Yeah, I mean, it's all part of the business. You know, bef- 
it's little by little, but you get there. You know, you just need to have something with numbers. So, you, so it may, like you say, so it looks decent, looks like presentable. Right. You know, it doesn't look mm-hmm. like you got to like a hundred followers. You know, like no, yeah, you got, exactly. Like you got like a at least a good decent followers that people can yeah. you know see. Like oh, okay, I can see it. Consistency though, too. You know, um, I feel like consistency is key as well. Like you know, you gotta yeah. keep, you gotta keep doing it. Um, one one eventually is gonna stick, man. <laughs> you no, know, one, I, yeah, absolutely. Consistency is definitely the golden key to all this. Like, there's like, yeah, like I don't know, like you you really have to be consistent with your work, with not just only on social media on presence, but also on your music and um, on marketing your music. You know, it marketing, has to yeah. be right there so people can actually fuck with it and see it. You know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like that. That's a big part on this whole market. Some people say, you know, some people think it's just you're good at making music or you're just good at being a DJ. But again, go back to the thing that you just got to have it. Try and do everything, you know, try and have it all. Yeah. Everything Um, is important. Unfortunately, we have reached a plateau in which nowadays we have to do everything. Like we have yeah. to know a little bit of everything, you know, and it's not like yeah. before that, like if you're a producer, you're the producer, you're the artist, you're the artist, you're the singer, you're the singer, yeah. you're the engineer, you're the engineer. Like, no, now you got to be a little bit of everything. Like yeah, you're the, exactly. the artist, the producer, the singer, the the writer, the, the mm-hmm. marketer, the publicist, the, like, the you know, you have to do yeah. everything. You need to learn to do everything you know it sucks and the reason why it's because in today's uh technology age everything is so accessible exactly everybody can do it but takes 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 a lot of work not that easy oh of course not like it's it's never gonna be easy if it were that easy you know everybody would be doing exactly what they wanted to be doing you know yeah yeah for sure um i find it interesting yeah it's one of it's one of those things like that you notice in the industry. There's start there's still certain things that you say like, huh, that hasn't changed. But then there's other things in which you'll be like, ah, yeah, that. What are your current thoughts of what's happening right now with the music scene? You know, um, what's happening with the music scene? I feel like again, it, it's it's transitioned a lot to what literally what we're just saying. Um, it's not only just one thing; it's everything. Um, I think it's in a way, like you said, it, it's very difficult now because you have you have so much on your plate that you got to do. But I feel like it's it's uh, it's almost it, it's harder, but it's almost easier at the same time that like you can you can do it. It doesn't matter like who you are. It doesn't matter if you have money or not. It doesn't matter if this and that, what you look like, where you're from. Uh, as long as as long as you're willing to do it and you have like a laptop, a phone, social media. Yeah. You can you could you could you could reach out to people and you can do it. You can get started, you know? It doesn't take much to get started. I, whereas before I feel like it, you know, you have to you had to go through a record label or you had to know somebody mm-hmm. in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I think social media is a great tool in, in sense of, in that sense. Um and I feel like that's that's what it is nowadays. Do you think SoundCloud is dead or you SoundCloud still- is that I honestly, personally, I use SoundCloud a fucking a shit ton. Right. Bro. I yeah, I, I use SoundCloud a lot um, because at the same time that I use Beatport, 
mm-hmm. you know, getting all the popular tracks, all the dope tracks, you know, more professional, I guess, sound. Um, SoundCloud, there's some bangers there. There's some bangers there that are not, you know, put out on Beatport. And, and yeah, um, yeah, dude, for sure. I use SoundCloud a lot, bro. Um, I actually started using SoundCloud more. Uh, when I started doing house music, all I used to do was SoundCloud hype edit, you know, hype edit downloads, download downloads. And then um, recently I got more into Beatport. Um, so now it's more like a 50-50 type. But before it was all SoundCloud, like literally a year ago, it was all SoundCloud for me. It's a good, I, like I said, I feel like you find things that you don't find, you, you know, on, on the popular charts and stuff. Mm. And they're still pretty cool tracks and stuff. I don't, I, I've never used it as a as a social media though because i know you can message people and you know be like hey yeah here's my track and right. this and that but never use it in that sense just more of the music aspect like uh i ain't checking it. out songs yeah. liking songs yeah yeah i ignore it all those messages like i really do not know who the fuck is there in yeah the i don't i have no clue i don't really check them um so i, I mean it, i think it is dead to the regular people like you know mm-hmm. to regular you know not music industry people um you know if i if i ask one of my homeboys like yo soundcloud like they probably don't use it you have either apple or, or spotify apple music or spotify yeah but i feel i feel like dj wise you know dj friends people yeah. in, in the music scene yeah i feel like soundcloud still gets around i agree with that i still use i mean i still use soundcloud to put all my episodes and i still put oh, you know okay. All my uh, all my unreleased tracks are still there, you know. And I, yeah. and if, whenever I gotta send it to somebody, I send them the link, and that's it, you know. Exactly. That's another thing. The link, you know, you don't have to fucking be on Dropbox all the time. Yeah. Or, or you know, you could just click that link, and, and it's set. Yeah, the whole Dropbox shit is annoying as fuck, you know. It I mean, is, man. It like, really is. I'd rather just like give me something that's streamable for me to listen. Yeah. No, I think again, I don't think SoundCloud. Is. Do you think SoundCloud is good? I honestly don't think is dead, but I'm, I'm, but I agree with you when, in the sense that, you know, it's not for their regular consumer. It's more for, mm-hmm. for producers and DJs, because I do actually yeah. find a lot of new artists from SoundCloud. Like there's a lot of yeah. people that I never listened in my damn entire life. And when I hear some of their music, it's like, holy shit, these are fucking fire, you know? Fire, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I feel like that's where uh, big names and big record labels and stuff like that find people. Because, I mean, you can't find, you know, it's very hard for, for a random Joe to just put up a, or like a starter, somebody that's starting up to put up a song on Spotify and yeah, and and be up there because, you know, you're not, you're going to be overlooked for sure. Um, on SoundCloud, you have more, I guess, a uh, variety of people um, it doesn't matter how many likes there is, you're going to find a song, you know, it's going to be out there random. Mm-hmm. How many unreleased songs you got on SoundCloud? Bro, probably like 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably like 10. Um, and this is over the course of what, maybe a year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, I've That's been, I, I'm the type of person. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, like I said, I just started doing, getting into more house. Uh-huh. Um, because before then, I was just making like reggaeton beats starting up. You know, I picked up Ableton. I was like, all right, let me let me do this. Um, but then I, I really started uh, getting into house um, like over quarantine, like right right when quarantine hit. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I have a couple unreleased tracks. Um, I have one uh, that's going to be coming out soon, actually. Um, don't want to spoil it yet. I've okay. been trying to avoid that, but 
But yeah, I have one coming out soon. Hopefully within the next two months. Okay. I'm going to start promoting it. Yeah. Um, it's a little Spanish, again, reggaeton type Latin house. Um, so I'm excited for that. And, um, and yeah, I've been making projects onto the next, making projects onto the next. Cause I, uh, I had a, I have a tendency of going back to the same project, man. And, yeah. uh, and getting <laughs> stuck on it. I'm just like, fuck. Oh. Oh that's my like God, every that's producer's, worst. you know, worst nightmare. Like we, that's the worst. Dude, even like, now I'm like Richard to the I'm, choir. I go back. Yeah, dude. Even now I go back. I go back, and I'm like, "Fuck! I can add this, and I can add this." But nah, <laughs> you know, you're never gonna get that sound. You know, is you're your it, biggest critic. Is the it's the it's it's the the not satisfaction that every time you hear the song is like, "Damn, I should actually change this." Man, I should add this and that. Like you're exactly. never gonna be satisfied with the end product. Never. Even when exactly. even after. You release it. Releasing you, it. Exactly. You still feel Maybe like, like fuck. I could have added this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Every yeah. producer goes through this, you know, trial and error all the time, bro. <laughs> like, exactly. It's I don't know, bro. It's something something about us that we feel like we're not we're not perfectionists, but at the same time, we're trying to be one, you know. And this is we the try, yeah. And this is the excuse that we're trying to give ourselves. It's like, yeah, like it, it could be better. Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's why i try and like like i said just work move on i sometimes go back a little bit but work mm -hmm. move on close it next because uh yeah that 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 used to really really get get annoying i i would spend fucking days weeks months on, on a track and i'm and not moving forward and i'm like nah I, that can't happen i was actually gonna ask you like how long does it take for you to finish a project of yours it honestly depends like i said i'm not You know, I'm not at that level, crazy level yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I know, I know, I could work my way around. I know what I'm doing. It usually takes anywhere from a week uh, to at least have it pretty much done. You know, before the mixing and mastering mm -hmm. and all that, um, to a couple weeks, maybe a month max. You know, but because uh, sometimes like it comes and goes. You know, sometimes I'm. I'm on fire and I, and I got it down, you know, the, the, the song comes out nice. And then mm -hmm. there's other times where it's like, oh, and I spent weeks and, and I'm just like, nah, I can't move on. And so, but in a, in a perfect, in a perfect freaking world. Yeah. Max, I, I would say two weeks on a song right okay. now, you know? Damn. That's what's up. That's not bad. Yeah. Right. Mates a master yeah. or, or like the whole thing. Uh, the whole thing, probably like, like I said, two weeks. Two weeks and that maybe yeah like two weeks and then you mix to. and master afterwards no 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 like two weeks mix and master oh done. with yeah. everything the whole shebang bang yeah. like the whole thing exactly oh okay. yeah because damn that's not I, bad I all right the point yeah it's not i mean i try and say like i said you mentioned it earlier you try not to do it as a job you know what i mean that kind of got yeah to your head. but in my in in my personal opinion the way i go about it i have i try and do my schedule man i i, mm. I try and actually do it as a job because I love it that much that I don't think it's gonna, or at least yet, you know. I come home, start my track on a Monday. Right. The whole week, the whole weekdays, I, I focus on this song. Couple days to you know arrange it, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, the weekend comes and I'm shit. I go out, <laughs> you know. I I I don't do I don't do production that much on the weekends. Um, and then the next week comes and I ha I have wrap it up, mix and master, and then hopefully by then it you know it's it's sounding good and. Um, I get it done. Okay. So yeah, I, you know, I try and I try and 
keep that consistency every week. You know, Monday, open a project, um, start a new project and, and work. That's actually pretty good. You know, keep that yeah. consistency, you know, saying like, I got to sure. be working at this and tomorrow, this, this and that. You know, scheduling when yeah. you're trying to do projects is very helpful. I can tell you that for sure for from past experience. Oh, yeah. Like I set myself like, all right, I get out of work at five and I don't want to mm -hmm. be at traffic because I'll be spending an hour in traffic. So instead of me spending an hour in traffic, why don't I use that one hour or two um, working on a project? And I spent every day an hour or two after work working on that project, working on that project or a different project or so just have something yeah. that I have to work every day. Something and to do. Yeah. Yeah. And once something I feel like in that, in that field. Yeah. Once I feel like I'm done for the day, like I was just like, all right, time to go. Oh, okay. It's, it yeah. Yeah. It's six to seven o'clock. Traffic should be dying down. Oh, I gotta be home like in 15 minutes or something, you know? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I don't uh, a big a big thing that's helped me too with the whole consistency and like uh and doing it every day and the schedule is is finding besides your friend group, your regular homies and everything, like yeah. try and find a circle of people doing the same shit as you. Especially yes. as a DJ and producer. Yeah. Helps me a lot, man. I, I've met I've met great friends. Like I told you, my boys from Icon, um, shout out to them. And, and, and my really good friend, seeing double the two twins, man, they drive me a lot. They can, they drive oh, me to do music a lot every day, man. Yeah. Shout out seeing double. Uh, we send each other our songs like, uh, every, every week. Mm. Yo, did you make a song today? Yo, I'm stuck on this. He sends me, I listen to it. We criticize it, you know? Um, so that, that really gets you going. because it's, it's hard to do it yourself. I feel like, at least for me, I'm the type of person that I, I need to, to have somebody, you know, be, uh, to drive you a little bit, you know, um, yeah. to be like doing the same thing as you, um, know you, especially that, you know, that, oh, yo, this person also gets stuck like me. This person is also trying to learn like me, you know? Um, and it's cool. Definitely a circle helps you out a lot. I, I've come to learn. I agree, um, dude. I agree. Yeah. Especially when you, when you're in a collective group, you know, the people that, you know, you can fuck with and, yeah. and you feel like, Oh, I can actually ask for, for fever for this person. And they yeah. can tell me specifically what's wrong with it and how I can fix this and what, yeah. and what are their thoughts about it? Absolutely, bro. Because it's way, way better to work with, with a group instead of working by yourself, you know, for sure. Because like if for you sure. work for yourself, it's like you're just gonna assume that it's good no matter yeah. what. Yeah, and I don't know, it just gets it can even get boring at times. I yeah. mean I don't I don't collab. I don't collab with these people, mm. my friends. Um I do, but you know, not always. But uh I mean through like text, phone calls, like I'm like, yo, I, I'm making this shit right now. How does it sound? Oh, that sounds dope. It sounds trash, yo, take that off, you know, blah blah blah. Like it, it, it's cool to do that. Um And it helps me out a lot. That's a that's a big that's a big factor that um that's helped me out a lot this at least this past couple of years. Right. I mean, and that was another thing that I was actually gonna ask you. Like what what's your creative process when it when it when it comes to working on collaborations? On collabs? Um I've really only collabed a couple times and the times that I have is with my boy uh Leo Gennaro. He's a one of the music producers that I told you about from mm. Icon. Um I usually go to his crib because he has a little a, a nicer home studio than I do for sure. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, we, I don't know. I, at first 
when I first met him, it, it was a bit, you know, a little awkward to break that ice. Okay. But then musically, like we started getting along. So, uh, you know, he lays down the drums. I lay down this, you know, back. back it's like a back to back. Okay. Um, he does one thing. I do the next. Uh, as he's doing something, if, if I have my, an opinion, I'm like, yo, like, you know, put this hat here instead of here or like, yo, cut this low end or this high end or yo, sidechain this. It, it's teamwork. You know, it's not just like one person does it and the other person's like, all right, you're done. Let me, my turn. It, I feel like it's a, it's a project that you got to do. You're both of you at the same time. Like, you know, you're talking, mm -hmm. doing this, you do that. I do this. I don't like that. I like this. Yeah. And I feel like you got to get to know the person too, a little bit. Right. Um, because get the feel of it know. you know yeah get the feel of it so everybody's a bit different and you yeah. never know you know like you know you don't want to tell somebody yo i don't like that fucking kick you put yeah you you want to be yeah. you want to be you know happy happy turns with the other person like you don't want to exactly. rock the boat and you don't want to tiptoe anybody's toes and you just want to you want everybody to be in the same page you know exactly yeah for sure so um yeah man i, I don't know i i like it, it, it it's dope collabing collab uh, collaborating um but uh but for sure for anybody you know doing music and stuff uh, a collective group is, is really dope or like a group absolutely. chat you know where you can send absolutely your shit to. i'm actually yeah. part of a group chat and i just, i joined like last december from uh that's called grocery boys shout out mm. to every single person you know ryan mantic you know andrew fox um brandon semi-dubs and you know dr ushu danny and everybody infinite robbie tangrass all these guys are dope people and they're they work in the like you said they're all in this discord server and mm -hmm. and they just basically chill around they just chill around say hey how you doing what's up what's good are you doing or not and, and any given time it, you can ask for feedback for anybody and they all have different yeah. genres. They'll yeah, bass yeah, or different cool genres. Yeah. And you for can sure. just give them, I'm a bass artist. I could give them my dubs a song to a house guy and the yeah. house guy is going to give them my feedback. It's like, yo, I feel it's dope. I think that yeah. you can shorten this up a little bit and, and have this like that and blah, blah. It's like, yeah. dude, like this is exactly what I needed. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Somebody yeah. helped me around. So there's for sure. Yeah, man. So joining to one of these collective groups, man, it helps a lot. And they're all uh, they're in it for the same thing. They're all coming for the same, same goal. reason. So exactly. so it's a own little community that we're trying to grow each other together. And, you know, we're all helping each other out to be big. You know, that's exactly. the, that's the end goal for everyone. Yeah. Everybody be it big. Is. Everybody can eat, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, that really, again, that really helped me out a lot. Uh, I'm glad and I I've, was able to do that. Yeah, and obviously, it's not easy to get into these groups. No, you it's know? It's not, no. It's hey, not. Like, most of the time, it's all being recommended by someone. For me, getting into this group, is, it, it mm. was because I was recommended, you know? Yeah. And they helped me out right from the get-go. But the way how I did it is because, you know, the keyword network. I network, network myself yeah, up. for sure. And that's very important. You know, that's the only way how you get to meet people for all different backgrounds. It don't matter if you if it's an artist, as a manager, as an agent, as an AR, as like whatever. Like network yeah. with people. You never know who's out there who's actually could, sure. could help you in the long term. Yeah. I mean, now they're just they're my boys. Like I, I didn't really getting got into it as a as a collective, like you're saying, is more of just like uh well, I grew up with, with my boys seeing double. They're two twins 
from my high school um yeah. we started getting closer and closer because of music and then i met um, my boy leo um and paulie uh through an event that i had through a gig and um and yeah man you know i networked i was like yo you do music i do music mm-hmm. let's link up we linked up and then and then i brought i brought my other friends and now we're a group like you know we're all boys we do music shit we go out party together like it, it's dope um, because not everybody, not all of my friends like house music, you know, my right, childhood right. homies, they don't, they don't fuck with house music. So, yeah. uh, when I go out and stuff, I go with, with my music friends now, which are my boys now, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, do you have or have experience writer's block? Writer's block, like regarding a publishing a song? No, like writer's block in the sense of like, you're stuck Oh, and you're not being very creative and you cannot think of any fails to be creative. You're just not feeling oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Every, every, honestly, every fucking other day or every week. Like, uh, and what do you do about it? I download music for my, for my DJ shit. I, if I'm not producing music, mm-hmm. I try and still be somewhat creative. Uh, do a little set here in my house, you know, practice my DJing skills. Um, download new music, go to Beatport, download music, because for that, I mean, you know, you don't, you don't really need to be, you know, you download music, you find new stuff. Uh, that's what I, or organize, okay. organize folders, samples, uh, yeah. plugins, find new plugins, watch videos, producing videos. I try and, t- I try and stay active, man. You know, I don't, I don't, like I said, I treat this as a, as a very serious thing right now. Um, cause I really want to focus on this. Yeah. Um, Give it, give it my one hundred percent. So when I'm not producing or I have blog, writer's blog, like you said, yeah. which happens a lot, you know, um, or sometimes I'm just like, damn, I'm not feeling this, or like, yo, fuck this, like, mm. what am I doing, or something like that. Um, yeah, man, I try and stay uh, active, doing something else in the music stuff, in the music scene. And it's very important that when you do have wider spot, you step away for a moment and do stuff yeah. outside of it. You know, for sure. For sure, because you know you you do get mentally exhausted uh, sometimes, yeah. you know, and, and you're just you know farting out of your brain, you know. Yeah, it's exhausting for sure. Uh, you almost feel like steam coming out of your fucking head, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, you're like, fuck, I can't figure this out, or like you're just so stressed about it. So yeah, definitely need to take a break. I mean, I don't. Oh, even though I'm saying like I try and stay active regarding music, mm-hmm. even downloading songs, like. I don't force myself to be there. You know, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. I'll take a break. Yeah. Sit down, drink a beer, watch TV. But, uh, but yeah, usually I, I try and stay like, I even watch DJ sets for fun, bro. Like, you know, I be watching yeah. DJ sets. I'm okay. like, yo, that's fire. You know, um, I watch a lot of those. So yeah, just try and stay active in this whole music stuff. If it's not producing, it's downloading songs, yeah. DJ sets, tutorials. All. Okay. This is a very, important question that I ask um, everybody on the show because everybody from different backgrounds has a different answer and mind you there's mm-hmm. no right or wrong answer with this question sound designing do you believe that sound designing is a luxury or a necessity for a producer sound designing like uh, like creating a sound like yeah creating like a, like a serum and then you save it or yeah like like, like creating a sound from serum or resampling or you know, just um, just having yeah. the, having the option. Like Zen, huh? You know Zen World? Yeah. Like him? Like sound design like him? Like he creates his own shit? Yeah. Okay. 
it's funny. Zen, I was just on Zen World today. Oh, uh, for on real? His, on his yeah, I sent him my song and he and he rated it. Oh, uh, that's dope. Funny, funny as yeah, he's a funny ass dude, bro. Uh, but uh, my opinion on that is, I feel like if if you got the time, bro, do it. You know, if that's what you're going for, do it. I'm not too crazy on it, to be honest, because okay, I'm more of like get my project done, and um, like the producer side, get my project done, and then there's so many sounds, bro. And there's people that dedicate their fucking time to this shit, you know, to the sound designing stuff. So, uh, so no, I'm not, I'm not a big sound designing guy, but mm. uh, but you know, it, I do save a lot of my own shit. You know, I try and use my own stuff for. Like if I if I do something for for this for for this song that I like and I save it, I might use it for another one, and that's my sound, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But but to say that I sit there and just start creating sounds, not not for me. Okay. Uh, I, I I wanna you know finish my track in a in a timely fashion. I have my time, and and I and I get it done. Well, it, a lot of the house people that I did every interview here. Um, do agree with that notion like it's like it's not it's a it's a luxury you know yeah it like, is especially for a house like most of the time house is a very not complicated genre is very easy mm -hmm. and very straightforward like you really don't sure. need to go crazy on the sounds you need just something that's very easy to handle easy to manipulate and have yeah. create that certain pattern and then you got the groove out of it once you got the groove exactly you got your song like a and then after that it's just Taking and choosing, like, you know, it's like a puzzle almost. Yeah, exactly. Like a puzzle. Figuring it out. Yeah. Like a puzzle, you know. But I do ask that on everybody because everybody has a different answer. I mean, I interviewed two different house people who, in which they do sound design and they believe that it's like, it's not like it is a necessity, but by the same time, it's a luxury, but it actually helps you stand out from people. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it really does. I mean, when I have writer's block, which mm -hmm. is a, a good amount of times, I would say, I go to my best friend's place <laughs> and uh, I use some sounds from there, but not necessarily just copy and paste. Never. Uh, I try to sound assign my own sound from, from using uh, mm. a sample. Mm, okay. Um, so in, in that way, I do, I guess, essentially do a little bit of sound design, but not, not from the core. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I I try and edit all my sounds and, and make That's it good. You know, way different from yeah. from what it really sounds like. That's even better because now people can actually identify you as you know Fresco. Like this is him. Exactly. This is his sound. Yeah. Like this this is how I know this is his music. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean that's my opinion. Um, one my 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 good friend Polly, uh, he uh, he's big on sound design. Mm. Yeah, he he. If he he sees my shit, and he's like, "Bro, you gotta you gotta do this, you know. You yeah. gotta start from this." And I'm like, "Dude, I, first of all, I don't even know like how to work half these plugins." <laughs> sound design, so I'm over here like, Fuck, you know, uh, what are all these knobs and shit? Like, uh, I mean, I tweak them a bit and, and see what comes hey. out, but you know. Hey, but believe it or not, most of the time for us bass producers. I like I know where why why certain sounds sound like this. Like I know why, sure. but but the greatest sound designers out there half of the time they don't even know what they're doing. They're just what literally the did, right. No, yeah. they just like holy shit, this sounded do cool when I did this. Whoa, it was an accident, and it's by accident, yeah. happy accidents. Yeah. 
all these yeah, guys yeah. that's how they do it when they sound this sound, it's all happy accidents it's just like dude it sounds it sounds dope i did it and bam you know for sure yeah man um it's crazy that's funny <laughs> that's a funny thing yeah. <laughs> now we're gonna wrap this up man we got like few more questions that we can end it from there man okay um there's actually a, a question. Um, why is it that you actually choose Fresco as your artist name? Um, to be honest, I I got it from my mom uh, in Spanish. Fresco oh, means fresh. fresh. At the fresco. But, exactly. But not, a, not in a fresh way. Like, you know, you're looking fresh. Are you fresh with it? No, yeah. But in a, in a, in a, hey. Don't be fresh with me. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I've always had that in the back of my mind, and and uh, yeah, I I, I I was like, hmm. my mom told me one day when I was doing music. Yeah, I, was, I had it like mad loud, you know. I was like blowing up these speakers, and she was like, hey, like turn that shit down, blah blah blah. And I was and I and I answered in a, in a bad tone, and she was like, hey, no te fresco conmigo. And I was like, I might just do that. I put it on, and and it, and it rang, and I like it. You know, and and it's like a, a Spanish thing, and I feel like I'm doing more of the Spanish vibe. So, so yeah, fresco it is, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, what has been your greatest accomplishment up to now? Uh, my greatest accomplishment definitely playing at Tree Houses one as a DJ. Wow. You know, I, I, okay. Yeah, I got into the, I got into Tree House. I I've always wanted to, and I finally did. And I got a gig next next Friday actually at Tree House. Tree House. Yes, sir. That's what's Next up. Friday. Let's go. Yes, sir. Um, my birthday weekend. Um, so uh, I'm excited for that. And then production-wise, uh, biggest biggest uh, thing was honestly like getting these songs done, man. You mm. know, um, from from just being being able to do to do beats, like eight bar loops, uh, to actually you know doing full songs. I think it's my my biggest accomplishment. Um, and and releasing my my music for sure yeah. like, you know releasing music and being comfortable with that um for sure those are my biggest my two biggest accomplishments that i feel so right now what are you currently doing and what do you hope to accomplish by it uh right now uh again I'm, i mean i'm producing full time um i really want to just keep trying to get as many as possible mm -hmm. releasing music um Hitting up, I know, I know you, you got your opinion on them record labels, but for now, you know, hitting up these these labels, small labels, uh, local Miami labels, you know, uh, with people I know. So uh, um, yeah, man, trying to get as many songs out there as much self release too, um, self releasing music yeah. as well. I, I yes. feel like you need to because uh, yes, you know, these labels these labels are gonna look at you and, and and be like, you know, who's this dude? What does he have? You know, mm -hmm. what, what, let me hear his music. So uh, self-releasing is a big thing too. Um, you gotta have you know a profile library of stuff already out. Um, so yeah, I mean, what I'm doing now for sure, producing and releasing, man, and getting gigs. That's what's up. Um, just to just to clarify, bro, bro, when I when I say the about the whole labels thing, that's that's based on my experience and the experience of other yeah. people's and me talking to other A and Rs and how they move. I just say for it sure. to put it out there and try to guide people. To not do all that stuff, to not waste, the, yeah. yeah, do not waste your time on all that stuff, you know. But, sure. but I'm not gonna crucify you if you still want to do it. If you still want to do it, right, that's right, that's right. that's that's on you. That's your own provider. That's 
You know, yeah. you I tell you this and this is my opinion and you can either take mm -hmm. it or leave it. Like, I'm not forcing everybody not to do it. I'm just yeah. guiding and telling you people is like, these are the facts and these are the reasons why I believe yeah. sending Lemo to labels is a waste of time. You know, like yeah. I rather... It can be, for sure. I, I think so too. But like I said, self-releasing... Self-releasing um, for me is, is the best. You know, it's very it important is. because again, you yeah. want... If you still want to... You know, you still want to release in these labels? Absolutely. But get them to look at you. Don't look at them. Yeah. Like, look at you. But how Let do they look, look at, at you? Self-release. Self-release and send songs to artists and let them play it out. And eventually people are going to start oh. hearing the buzz. And when, when it's the buzz around, they're going to look at you and they'll be like, yo, that's dope. You got anything yeah. that you can send us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artist promo. I keep forgetting that, man. Artist promo. That's Artist it. promo. Yeah, that's golden. Key, man. That's yeah. key. That's more yeah. that's more important than than table demo labels or demo submissions. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I agree on that, man. So whenever you meet an artist, ask for their uh, for their promo email, but obviously ask yeah. them nicely. You know, be be a oh, human yeah. being. Don't be a fucking robot to them. You know, just be a human yeah, being. Yeah. Have a nice little conversation. Be friendly. Don't talk about music. Just talk about you know how's everything. Mm -hmm. You're doing okay. You know. You know, and For people sure. will open up to you and be like, yo, absolutely. Let me send you my email, send me your stuff and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And before you know it, you got your, you got your plugs, man. You got your plugs. Yeah, man. Again, uh, marketing, you know, uh, no, what is it? Network, uh, networking. Networking. Yeah. There you go. Networking. Yes, sir. Important. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I just want to leave that because I don't want you to leave, uh, you know, with the notion that I was like, I hate fucking labels and, you know, fuck, no, fuck no, all I labels. Get it. I get it. You know, no, I, I just sure. want to no, And I say it because I already had a, a, a house DJ that misunderstood me because oh. he didn't took the time to listen the entire fucking episode that I put out. But. I had a I had a back and forth with this guy and I told you it's like, all right, cool. It may work on you, but it may not work for someone who's more talented than you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's it, like the exception cannot be the rule. To each you, his own. Again, um, to each their what own. What works for you. Yeah. Exactly. What works for you um, doesn't mean it's gonna work for the next person. It's gonna it's not gonna exactly. doesn't mean it's gonna work on me. It's not gonna, you know, it, it, yeah. to the it's the exception cannot be the rule itself. But it's good to know, you know, it's good to it's, know. Yeah. Um, for example, your opinion, if some ever shit happens to me, I'm gonna be like, yo, this guy told me, man, you know, yeah. I, I remember like, you <laughs> yeah, know, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying, like criticism for not even criticism, just opinions, uh, opinions everywhere. Take them, man. You know, you can, you need everything you can get here. I agree. This, this and, industry, bro. And that, and I'm doing this because I like the, because I've noticed that the big people do not actually tell these side of the stories. They don't talk about these side of the stories. Most of the yeah. time, we found this out on our own, you know. We yeah, yeah. we we don't know about this shit until we make the mistake. Once we yeah. make the mistake, it's like, oh shit, man! I just, oh man, I wish I didn't. I wish I knew that, you know. But yeah, yeah. How, how the hell did you? How would how would you know if nobody told you that this is how it works, you know? Yeah. See, and I'm trying to put it out there so people can avoid those mistakes. Those. Those avoidable mistakes. There, maybe there's mm -hmm. times in which you cannot avoid something and it's sooner or later you have to face the music about it. But at least the most avoidable mistakes, if I tell you to that it's easy to avoid, then avoid them. You know, don't mm -hmm. go, don't go ahead. If I tell you, like, dude, don't swim in this in this lake, there's fucking alligators around. I already tried <laughs> it. There's alligators. They almost <laughs> bite me in the ass. 
Don't do it. Fuck right. this guy. I'm going to go swim in the lake. <laughs> Let's go Florida, man. Florida man swims uh, on the lake. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm swimming on the lake. It's like, motherfucker, didn't I just told you as a letting yeah, go? I yeah. bet. All right. You yeah. you drown yourself into that lake, all right? And you may be lucky enough that no alligator will bite you, but eventually there will be one that's yeah, going to bite you. Yes, sir. Eventually. So I'm just putting it out there as a disclaimer. It's like, yo, guys, like, this is based on the experience, my my own experience, the experience of other artists and the conversations I talk to ARs and and artists and agents and managers all alike. Like this is something that's mm. like disinformation. Music gets, politics. Yeah. This gets this type of information gets it when you're inside these collectives. For sure. When because you know, as you see the music industry is big, but when you take a step back, it's literally smaller than you think. Like yeah. Once somebody knows somebody, somebody will know, you know. But I just hate the fact that no, none of these big people don't tell you about these stuff. Mm -hmm. So this is where I come in and tell you. For sure. Save you the trouble, you know. I don't know. I agree, man. I try to be, I try to help each other. Uh, I try to help people out as much as I can, you know. But sometimes there's people that do not want to be saved. It's like, all right, that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. So it's been you, homie. Um, one last question and we can end this. Um, let's just say that you're walking down the street and then all of a sudden a UFO pops out of nowhere and some aliens come out to you and say, yo, Fresco, we need you because you and only you can help us out. And you'll be like, all right, dope, let's go. And he's like, yo, but before you do, we don't know how long you're going to be out. Here's a piece of paper, write three pieces of advice that you'll get to someone. What are those free pieces of advice? That's a good fucking question, bro. Uh, three pieces of advice before going out with some aliens and not knowing when you'll come back. Uh, make sure that that you've left uh, like with no regrets. You know, mm. um, you know, li live your life. That's with why no you gotta regrets. like live your live live your life with no regrets, bro. Like you know, do everything um, to the to the best of your ability, you know, live your life. Um, that's that, that's a big one for me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person where it's like, I'm a, it is what it is type of person, but try and give it your all, you know? Yeah. Um, two second word of advice, uh, family is everything mm. for sure. A big one, you know, ain't nothing like, like family. And at least in my opinion, right. um, family, uh, and then my third one, uh, nothing is impossible. Impossible is nothing. That's my favorite quote of all time. Muhammad Ali, fucking Whoa. hero. Impossible is nothing. Um, you know, do, do, give it your all again, kind of like the first one. Um, yeah. but give it your all. Impossible is nothing. If you put your time, dedication to it, you, you will achieve it, man. Speak it to its existence. That's for sure. Up. That's a big one. That's actually my, my wallpaper, bro. Impossible is nothing. That's funny. Damn. That's what's yeah, up. Man. I like that. Yeah, those, those three. Those three. And then go have fun with your aliens, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Exactly. For sure, <laughs> man. Well, Fresco, man, thank you very much for coming over to the show, man. I had a great conversation with you, man. Yes, sir. Um, before we leave, plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you and, and what they can expect from you in the future. Yes, sir. So, uh, big things coming up. A lot of a lot of uh, releases soon, hopefully. Um, again, I'll be DJing at Treehouse next Friday. I don't know when this is gonna air, but 
I'll be out there um, next Friday at 11 to 1. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify. Um, those are mostly Instagram and, 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 uh, and SoundCloud right now. Those are my biggest platforms. Instagram is I am Fresco underscore. Um, and bro, I appreciate you. I was, you know, had a great time and I uh, hope to do it again soon, man. You know, Absolutely. Hit me up whenever I'm always down. Dope. Absolutely. You're a friend of the show, man. You're more than welcome to come here and kick it with me, man. Just let me know. and We'll do this again. Thank you very much, Fresco, for coming over to the show. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So always remember to like and subscribe and hit the bell for notification at youtube.com slash the Lone Wolf Podcast or lonewolfpod.com. That's lonewolvpod.com. You can also check the audio version at SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts at Wolves and Music or Lone Wolf Podcasts. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me or Fresco to talk about, please let us know in the comments down below and we'll do our best to talk about it on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.